Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 114 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today we are going to dive into nine nutrition habits that you should leave in 2022. This episode is therefore quite literally for every single human. <laughs> these are a lot of these are revolving around mindset habits. So we all eat, we all have a mind, therefore we should all listen. I'm hoping that you all have a beverage that makes you smile. If you're like me, it's coffee. So maybe go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee. Maybe it's something pepperminty if you're listening to this around the holidays. And let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. As always, I'm going to start by talking about a sponsor, and it'd be silly of me to not mention NoCal as today is a episode around nutrition. I am, in the more recent times, an ambassador for NoCal. They are a sponsor of the show. NoCal is a protein company. They have a ton of different protein bars. I recently did an episode reviewing all the flavors, so maybe go give that a listen. Um, I literally eat a protein bar every single day, and my closet, or not a closet, my pantry. <laughs> I mean, that is a closet, but you know what I mean. Uh, it is currently packed with NoCal. I'm recording this inside my yoga studio, and that is also packed with NoCal. I am a fan of NoCal. NoCal goes everywhere with me. NoCal went to Aruba whenever I got married. So be a friend of NoCal. Try NoCal. <laughs> Use the code Danielle15. That will help you to save, and it will also help to support the show. Now let's talk a little bit about the mind, shall we? Nine habits to leave in 2022, or nine nutrition habits, I should say, to leave in 2022. Number one, diets that glorify slim or large bodies. And I know that some of you probably just went, ooh, and like almost did a like, did she just say that? Because yes, we are slowly as a culture starting to understand more of the why we should not glorify slim bodies. But I'm sorry, we should also not glorify large bodies. We should glorify all bodies. So if you are looking at a diet that is specifically saying something like, oh, you can be a size zero if you do blah. And if you're looking at another nutrition habit or trend or whatever, and it is something that is like, these are my top five tips for being a larger woman. No. That is still, you're still then encouraging somebody to look at something like nutrition and compare that to what their body should look like. So no matter what, number one, we want to avoid diets that glorify what a body should look like. And I'm sorry if that one just pulled a little at the heartstrings, but um, 
Uh, either way, it is not a healthy mindset. I do not care if you are a smaller body. I do not care if you are a bigger body. I love you and your body either way. But we want to leave a nutrition habit in 2022 that is diets that glorify slim or large bodies. Number two, celebrity diets. And this can be looked at from a model or an athlete-like perspective. If you are looking at a celebrity, let's say like um, uh, Chrissy Teigen, uh, so John Legend's wife, um, gorgeous woman, I think she was a model. I, I, I apparently don't know enough about her. I do find her shit funny on Instagram. Um, she has some nutrition information out there, and I do actually think that some of the stuff she shares is rather cool. Like I saw somebody, and I'm pretty sure I had um, some of like a uh, like dip that she made one time or something. Um, cool, but we don't want to necessarily follow her diet just because she has been a model. Uh, I don't know if she still is, so please feel free to reach out and correct me if what I'm saying is wrong. But we don't want to follow her diet. She doesn't necessarily know anything about nutrition. She knows how to uh, eat a certain way so that her body looks a certain way for a picture. And that's not healthy. So let's leave that guy behind. Now, saying for celebrity diets for athletes, this one is a little tricky, but I want us to primarily look at it from this realm. I actually had an episode on this probably a few months back where I talked about Danny Spiegel. She is a CrossFit Games athlete. She's also another person that I love on Instagram, like a true bundle of joy, truly a good soul. And she recently shared why she does not share her macros and she does not encourage people to eat the way that she does because she said, you know, her activity level is in the top one, if not smaller percent of the entire world. And for her, her eating has to look so different. Like, take your potential three meals a day. It baffles me how many people don't even consume that. Take your potential three meals a day and literally times that by probably, like, she probably eats at least six to nine of those meals. And I'm not saying that she eats a full meal six to nine times, but I'm saying that her meal size is so much bigger than yours and she has more meals than you do. And that is not a healthy thing for me to eat. Even though I lift, I, I move a mile every day, I do yoga every day. I'm, a, I'm an active person, but I'm not a, an athlete. I mean, sure, I can consider myself an athlete, right? Like I can say, yes, I, I view myself as a lifting athlete, but I, it's not like I get paid money to just go lift weights or to compete or anything like that. If I was to compete, I'm paying money to be there. <laughs> they're like, oh, cute. Yay, come. And she, they're like, oh my gosh, how much do we have to pay you to be here? You know, um, so there's a difference there. So we do not want to follow celebrity diets. Number three, any diet that bans specific foods unless you are allergic. So there are no foods, there are no foods that should be just completely banned. Um, you might think of something like, as we're working together through nutrition, oh, Danielle would probably tell me to not eat uh, a bag of M&Ms. Completely wrong. I would tell you, cool. I would, I've literally said to people in my nutrition checks, I'm so happy to see that you ate the M&Ms. I'm happy to see that you ate something that made you smile. I, I directly say that. I will also be looking at other things that they should be consuming. But we, we want to avoid a diet that completely bans foods. 
unless you're allergic. Like, don't go get the peanut butter M&Ms if you're allergic to peanut butter. That, that's just not fun. We're not, we're not trying to, to take you off, off, uh, off the face of the earth because you want a peanut M&M. You know what I mean? Number four, superfoods do not exist. And this is one that I actually, it took me a while to fully comprehend in all honesty. But no food is a superhero, guys. None. No food is a superhero. That word superfoods is, it, it, it's incorrect. It, it's wrong. It, nope. Wrong. That's literally all I'm going to say. Superfoods do not exist. No food is a superhero. We're not going into any other detail. That's all we need to know. There are no such thing as superhero foods. Number five, eating at certain times of day is horseshit. Eating at certain times of day is horseshit. I'm sorry. Now, it might help you. You might do well by saying, I don't want to eat dinner past 8 p.m. Number one, it's probably a good routine for you to set to be able to wind and calm down. Your heart rate might be a little bit more elevated if you were to eat dinner 30 minutes before you go to sleep. There are certain things that have a benefit to it. However, you are not going to, like, you doing the, I'm not going to eat anything until 1 p.m. and I'm going to stop eating at 5 p.m. That is literally you restricting um like restricting your stomach because your stomach is probably going to tell you at certain times that you're hungry and therefore you should eat. So let's practice more of listening to our tummies rather than listening to the clock. Again, I don't think that if a goal of yours right now is to get better sleep, then maybe we do want to not eat two hours before we go to bed. But it's not that you can't eat at certain times. There, There is no direct time frame especially because there are some days for me for example whenever I wake up at 4 a.m and others day whenever I others whenever I maybe wake up at like 7 a.m so my time frame is going to be different right try to listen more to your internal clock rather than your actual alarm clock so maybe I shouldn't say eating at certain times a day is horse shit maybe that's a little aggressive but I hope that you get what I'm saying Don't set something that's like, oh, my intermittent fasting schedule says 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Oh my God, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And it's 10 a.m. Like, no, dude, go fucking eat. Especially if you're drinking coffee. Please go eat. Number six, sciencey words are used by asshats that want to lure you in. So let's just use the word organic. That's not sciencey, but let's just use it, right? I personally fell into the trap years ago of I should only eat organic foods. And this is the example that I like to use all the time. If you're looking at whipped cream and you're looking at organic whipped cream and regular whipped cream, both of them are are bunches of sugar. Both of them are not the best to be consumed like one whole can at a time. Both of them should be eaten in a moderation. And no matter what, you are eating something that is a processed food, if it is organic or if it's not organic. Both of them are whipped cream. So take that same mindset whenever you're looking at anything where the packaging or the diet itself just has a bunch of words that you're like, wait, what does that mean? 
or maybe it's even something like organic where you understand that term and you're like, ooh, that means I should have that, right? Wrong. Let's instead just read the nutrition label. That's going to be a better route. Number seven, food is not good or bad when we are talking about your overall diet. They are just different. And this is a term that is sometimes hard for me to connect with, specifically whenever I'm looking at something like nutrition coaching. And I, a lot of times, use this term that we would like to say of good or bad. I connect to it more like this, even though it sounds very elementary. I want you to find the food that will make your mind smile and the food that will make your belly smile. So for example, the food that would make your mind smile might be the M&Ms. The food that will make your belly smile might be Brussels sprouts. I want you to eat both. I want you to eat M&Ms. I want you to eat Brussels sprouts. Now, of course, I only want you to eat those two things if you actually like the taste of those two things, right? So there really are no direct good and bad. It truly is that the food is all just different. For example, we have sugar. We have protein. We have fiber. We have carbs. It is not that they are good or bad. They are just different. They are different than each other. Number eight, eating food in a specific order is a dumb TikTok trend. I actually have not even really seen this trend. Um, I've had two people reach out and ask me about it, and uh, it, it is pointless. It does not matter if, let's say you were given a plate and you had chicken, rice, and green beans. There is literally no, there's, I don't even know what else to say. Like, it's just, it's so silly to me. Um, It doesn't matter if you eat the chicken first and then the rice and then the green beans. It's not like, ooh, this was the last one or this was the first one in my body, so this will do blank. I don't even, I can't even understand how and why somebody would believe that to be true. And I'm sorry if you are believing that to be true. I'm not trying to make fun of you, Um, but it's not true. It's not true. (laughs) It is just a dumb trend on TikTok. If you're like me, do the cool thing, which is don't even separate them. Like mush all your stuff together, put everything in a bowl. I use bowls more than plates for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um... Uh, so maybe that'll solve your problem if you're starting to fall into this trend. Just put all your shit in a damn bowl. All right, and number nine, thigh gaps and six packs have a ton to deal with genetics. So stop working or worrying about them because no matter how hard you try, you won't have the same body as anybody else. And that's a term or a phrase that I actually wanted to use a lot with number one, number two, with so many of these. So I'm going to repeat it again. No matter how hard you try, you will not have the same body as somebody else. So stop worrying about how big of a gap you do or don't have between your thighs. Stop worrying about if you have a six pack. Let's instead maybe worry about how strong is my core? I can give two shits if I ever see a muscle protrude from your stomach. I do care if your core is able to stabilize your spine. If you are able to move in a safe and efficient manner. 
if you have the strength to help your body whenever it gets older and the strength is naturally going to start to dwindle away from you, right? So let's stop worrying about maybe the physical physique. And I know that that is one that would probably be the uh, highest or the hardest on this list to just leave in 2022 because we oftentimes we've, I mean, if you're like me, I grew up in a culture of you should look like this or you want to look like this or viewing different people in a magazine and such. So let's try. That's all I ask is to try to leave the idea of your thigh gap or your six pack. Leave that in 2022. Well, that's really all I got for you guys today. We got nine nutrition habits that I personally think you should leave in 2022. But I would love to hear from you to see if there are any other nutrition habits that you think you should leave and not take with you into the new year. You can find me on Instagram, which is at the Caffeinated Yogi Company or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's show. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slave thing. <laughs>